handling conflict, handling conflict, conflicts, disagreements, and disputes are part of life and always will be, no matter who you are, how much money you have, or what your situation is in life. How to best handle conflict and anger and disagreement is what I want to dig into today, right after a quick word from the sponsor of today's episode, me. Hi everyone, welcome to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting. I am David, the author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, available on Amazon.com. I am also your host and the exalted leader of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting Empire. You will be able to find this content on YouTube or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 24 of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting podcast. I am David, your host, as well as the author of the associated book, also named Gentleman's Guide to Flirting. This week's episode is another in our self-improvement series where we talk about a wide range of topics to help us all be better men, be more prosperous and happy, and be better assets to those around us we care about the most. And, as a consequence of your daily, continuous improvement in all of those areas, also be ever increasingly irresistible to women. All of our work together around self-improvement will hopefully help enrich your life and help you achieve the happiness that each and every one of you deserve. So why am I talking about conflict out of the blue today instead of more fun ideas on how to woo women? Well, we talk about everything here to help you be a complete man. Plus, given what is going on in the world right now, I thought many of you might like hearing how we think about the subject of addressing conflict through the lens of the overall philosophy and mindset of the book. As I am writing this, it is right after the 2020 U.S. presidential election. That election outcome is still being disputed as I speak. And I am guessing, for our listeners in the United States, many of you have family and friends on all sides of that issue. At first, I was going to do today's podcast on the more narrow topic of suggesting to not get into arguments with family and friends over the end of your holidays, over the state of the U.S. presidential election, or anything else so contentious. But then I decided to cover how I think about conflict more broadly, especially since about half of you listening to this podcast aren't in the United States, and the original topic might be too U.S. specific, and others among you might simply be just sick of hearing about the U.S. election. Now, we all deal with conflict of some sort in our daily lives. And I think I have a couple perspectives from the book that might be of value to you as issues arise in your own lives. Reality is what it is. Conflicts and disagreements and disputes are simply part of life and always will be, no matter who you are or how much money you have in your pocket or what your situation is. For me, for conflicts large or small, I, at a minimum, ask myself the following. 1. How does spending my time, my energy, 
my brain power and or my effort on this particular subject help me achieve my goals? Ask yourself, is spending any time on this matter worthwhile, given that I have so much else on my plate? Is being angry and upset about whatever this is more important today than stacking wins to help you achieve more success, get more money for your family and children, and help those around you that rely on you and look to you for that leadership? Sure, I know there are a lot of vitally important social and political issues out there to consider as, as a citizen wherever you live and an issue can be crucial to your individual goals. But you can't lose sight of the big picture over everything that comes up. Sometimes you need to focus on what you can control and what truly matters. Second thing, am I damaging a relationship that is important to me over this disagreement or argument? And is this subject worth causing that damage? Even if I am sure I am right about something, Am I hurting someone I care about over this? Am I putting them down and making them feel small for possibly little to no actual gain? Third thing, you also need to think about risk and possible impact. Risk and possible impact of your actions. What you have to lose in a conflict, in other words. You can go to jail and or get sued if you hurt someone in a physical fight or confrontation. This isn't the playground. We are adults out here. What about a dispute over the family dinner table or at your work or business? Think about the risk of damage to relationships with family, friends, co-workers, customers, and clients. Is the topic or subject really worth it? Maybe yes or maybe no. I don't know. But please keep a level head at all times and mentally run through those three things. That thought process before you jump. When it comes to finding ways forward in disputes and conflict, I like to think of myself as a very rational facts and evidence guy. I want to understand the facts, see the evidence, and then generally I believe most reasonable people will agree on the way forward for a lot of things, but maybe not everything. As I have gotten older, I realize some things about that, that philosophy, some problems with my simple view of the world. One is, not everyone cares about facts and evidence, and this is something that frustrates me endlessly, but not everyone cares about facts and evidence. Some people argue based on feelings, beliefs, or faith. There is also a lot of false information in the world right now that is influencing people, you know, tricking them a lot. And the problem seems to be getting worse. Second thing I realized is we have listeners all over the world now. And maybe what I'm saying, what I'm about to say is a U.S. or Western culture thing. But in my part of the world anyway, you hear a lot of advice generally about avoiding talking about politics religion, and sex as conversation topics. Don't talk about politics, religion, or sex. That oftentimes proves to be good advice, in my experience anyway. For a current example about politics in the United States right now, nothing can start a fight or start a riot faster than talking about the Trump-Biden election. Holy shit! I think the advice to avoid po politics and sex and religion is generally wise, 
unless you are sure you are among like-minded people, but maybe try to avoid those areas as a general rule. Your choice, but really there's a whole world of subjects out there to talk about that aren't so contentious. Now, I am a realist. What if you've really got a problem with someone? Maybe something that is costing you money, or you need some jerk to stop doing whatever it is that they are doing. If that is the case, consider heading them where they are probably most terrified, and rightly so, and that is in the wallet. Adults use courts or the police and the law to settle disputes if things get too bad or cannot be resolved in some sensible way. Instead of walking around mad or, heaven forbid, getting physical when you don't absolutely have to, use the rule of law to resolve your disputes. I have never been sued and hope to keep it that way. But twice in my life, things have gotten so bad I had to threaten some guys with legal action over things they were doing. And in both cases, they folded like a house of cards. They immediately and completely, utterly collapsed. It is funny to see how some loud mouths immediately fold their hand when they see you are serious about litigation. Now, that is for the more extreme case. I believe that most disputes can be resolved even when, when one party is initially furious by picking up a telephone and talking things through. Please keep that in mind. Use the darn telephone. Pick up a phone and try to work the problem out. Countless litigation and hard feelings and damaged relationships could be avoided, in my experience, in my opinion, by well-intentioned and open-minded people calmly talking through what happened and collaborating together on a way forward. My point is for each of us to always be the, to try to be the bigger man and avoid unnecessary disputes over things that just don't matter. Stay focused on what does matter. And circling back to the key foundational principles in the book, what does matter is taking care of your priorities. And as a reminder, that is you, your goals, your education, your businesses, and your career. And you are doing all of that not for yourself, remember. You're doing that for other people. You're doing it for the people in your life that you care the most about. Your family, your wife, your children, your truly closest friends, the people that you cherish the most in the world. Don't lose sight of that over temporary anger over something. All right, that is all I have for you this week. I hope that helps. Now get out there and get after it.